Welcome to a very special Christmas edition of our program today. We are going to join our candlelight service at Gateway Church. You're going to hear O Holy Night and a special message from me today about Christmas. Thank you so much for joining us, and I pray you have a very, very Merry Christmas.
yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be Hey everyone, well we're having a great candlelight service and I know that we're going to continue to have a great service. Now, I want to take just a few moments and share something with you out of scripture. But before I do, I want to share with you a funny story about our family that I've never shared with the church. But I think it's been long enough that I can share this with you. Uh, when we first bought the land for the South Lake campus, it was just a big piece of land. And Josh, my son, had a motorcycle, a dirt bike. And he put it on a trailer and he'd take it to, you know, out in the country and he'd ride. And so he and James decided to come to our new church property and to ride the motorcycle. And so they were doing great, but they then got something to eat at Wendy's right over on South Lake Boulevard. They came back and they sat in the vehicle. Josh had a, a Chevy Tahoe, an SUV at the time. They sat in the vehicle because it was cold. The only problem was the grass was very dry on our new church property because it was in the middle of winter and the catalytic converter 
heated up on the car and started a grass fire. Well, they're just sitting there eating their hamburgers and all of a sudden they realize that the grass all around them is on fire. So they move the vehicle about 100 yards away. They try to put it out themselves. They finally realize we can't do it. They call the fire department. Fire department comes out. It's spreading. Fortunately, it's just like a grass fire, but it spreads down to where his SUV was and starts burning the trailer, the motorcycle, and his SUV. And the fire chief gets on his radio and says, hey, try to save the SUV. Well, about that time, there's this loud boom, and then there's another one, boom, and another boom. And the, the fireman looks at Josh and says, do you have firecrackers in that SUV? And Josh said, uh, no, I have a lot of shells. I have a lot of gun shells in there because I was going hunting. And the fireman gets on his little radio and says, let the SUV burn. So <laughs> it burned to the ground. So I just thought I'd let you know about the time that my two boys almost burned all of our new property where we're going to build our new church building. So that Christmas, they were on the naughty list. Just, just thought I'd let you know. So now here's the great thing. I've got great news for you. God does not have a naughty list. He doesn't have a nice and a naughty list. He loves every person in the world. And Christmas reminds us that he sent his son, Jesus, for one reason, one reason. And let me read you that reason. And you can see the scripture there as well on the screen. Matthew 1:21. this is the angel talking to Joseph, and this is what he said, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For, this is the reason Jesus came, he will save his people from their sins. He will save them from the naughty list. He will save his people from their sins. Now the name Jesus, is the Hebrew name Yeshua. It comes from Joshua. There were only two Joshuas in the Old Testament. I want you to think about that. Throughout the whole Old Testament. So here's, here's Matthew 1, and here's all this, the Old Testament. Through the whole Old Testament, only two Joshuas. One was the assistant that took over after Moses that led the people of God into the Promised Land. The other Joshua that many people don't know about was in Zechariah, and he was the high priest, and he led the children of Israel back into the Promised Land. After the Babylonian captivity, 70 years, Israel sinned, they're taken out of the land for 70 years, and yet then they get to go back into the Promised Land because of God's grace, but Joshua leads them back in. Joshua, after Moses, leads them into the promised land. Joshua, the high priest, leads them back into the promised land. So what does this represent? Well, the name Joshua means God is salvation. As a matter of fact, the first Joshua in the Bible, Numbers, I think it's 13, you can see, the first time it ever mentions the name Joshua, it says his name was Hoshea, which means salvation. And it says Moses called him Jehoshua or Joshua which means God, Jah, being from Jehovah, God is salvation. And so Moses changes his name to God is salvation, not just salvation. 
And so think about this. Moses, the Bible tells us, represents the law. John 1 says the law came through Moses, but grace and truth through Jesus. So Moses representing the law, Moses could not take them into the promised land. We just talked about perfectionism and how we always try to be perfect. Well, please hear me. The works of the law, trying to be perfect in your own right, can never get you into the promised land. Only Joshua can, only Jesus, only Yeshua can get you into the promised land. Grace, he's the only one that can get you into the promised land. So the people of God, the first Joshua, leads the people across the Jordan River into the promised land. The second Joshua, though, leads them back into the promised land. Now, here's what I want you to hear about this. The way we get saved, the way we get in the promised land is not by the law, not by being good enough, but it's by receiving what Jesus did. He will save his people from their sins. That's what Christmas is all about. But what about if you sin after you're saved and you walk away from God? I have a real burden in my heart this Christmas for people who believe in Jesus, but you've had a bad day or a bad week or a bad year. I don't know, but you've been away from God. I want you to know that the same Jesus that brought you into the promised land, even if you have now walked out of the promised land and you're in bondage to something, that same Jesus can bring you back in the promised land. That would be my prayer for you this Christmas. I have a friend of mine that I met in college. He had a really rough background when he grew up, but he got saved as a senior in high school, and so he comes to college to train for the ministry. He's in the same college that I was in where students were training to go into the ministry. And he becomes a pastor, but his life's really rough, even as a pastor, Eventually, he begins to drink again, use drugs, and he loses his family. He moves to Hollywood, becomes very successful in Hollywood for about 30 years, but then he starts watching me on TV. And he calls me one day and says, man, I need to talk. So he came in and we talked, and he said, I've got to come back to God. I'm not happy, I've been in Hollywood, done all this stuff, but I need to come back to Jesus. And he and I prayed, and he's walking with Jesus to this day. It was around Christmas, and here's what happened. The same Jesus that took him into the promised land, even though he walked away for 30 years, that same Jesus brought him back into the promised land. That's my prayer for you. You need to know Jesus came to save us from our sins whether it's the first time we give our lives to Jesus or the 100th time that we come back to Jesus. So I really have a burden for you if you feel like I've been away from Jesus, but I need to come back. I want you to know Jesus Christ can save you from your sins. He can bring you back into the promised land. So I'd like to ask you just to bow your heads and close your eyes. Just take a moment a private moment with God, whether you're attending our services live or you're attending online. Either way, just take a moment, just close your eyes, and just tell the Lord, I want to live in the promised land with you. I don't want to be in bondage to my enemies. I don't want to walk away. 
I don't want to live in sin. I want to live with you in the promised land. And just however, whatever words you want to use, whatever you want to say, just tell the Lord, Lord, this Christmas, my present to you is me. I'm coming home. I want to pray for you. Lord, thank you for every person that just heard this message. And thank you for those that said, Lord, I'm coming to you. And for those of you that said, I'm coming back to you, whether it's the first time or the 100th time. And I pray, Lord, that you will give them peace, that Christmas is that Jesus Christ came to save us from our sins. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break for the slave, his Isn't it amazing that it all started in Bethlehem, an ordinary place with ordinary people, but with extraordinary or extraordinary problems and an extraordinary promise. And I wanna encourage you that you've got, if you have extraordinary, extraordinary problems right now during this Christmas time, you also have an extraordinary promise and that that is that God is faithful to completing you what he began. We love you so much. I pray you have a Merry Christmas and a very blessed New Year. I'll see you next time. We're so glad you joined us for today's special Christmas program. From the Immaculate Conception to the Star of Bethlehem and the wise men and prophecies that foretold it all, we know you'll be encouraged and uplifted by Pastor Robert's Christmas Collection as you discover in a deeper and more personal way the story of our Savior's birth. So today as a thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll send you the Christmas Collection on CD or as an audio download. 
Just visit us at PastorRobert.com and request your copy today. We especially want to thank you for your continued generous financial and prayer support of Pastor Robert Morris Ministries. Because of you, we have been able to share God's Word through our television program in 190 countries and our radio program across the United States. Be sure to visit us at PastorRobert.com to request your copy of the Christmas Collection and make your special end-of-the-year gift. We hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. the Bible, the number seven appears repeatedly to signify completeness or perfection. It's no wonder that God heralded the entry of his son into the world with seven unique prophetic words that still speak to us today. These words are gifts he wants to give each one of us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. The seven words of Christmas is sure to be a blessing enjoyed by the whole family. 